here this morning. It's a beautiful morning. Beautiful, fresh blanket of snow to cover all the old tracks. <laughs> Even though it was a little treacherous, it was really beautiful this morning. <clears throat> Randall texted me and said that uh, Micaiah was on for the Bible reading this morning, and they're sick, so uh, they're not going to be here. So I guess we'll skip that, try to read a little more Bible while we're at it. (laughs) This morning, for a few thoughts, I'd like to turn to Isaiah chapter 40. The book of Isaiah is a very interesting book if you've studied it at all. Um, The first 39 chapters of Isaiah speak of judgment for the sins of Israel and different ones. And it's, it's kind of like the first 39, the 39 books of the Old Testament, first 39 chapters of Isaiah. And then the next 27 chapters of Isaiah are like the 27 books of the New Testament. So Isaiah 40 is right in between. It's a transition between the judgment and the comfort and the blessing of the Messiah. Anyway, I've, I've always found Isaiah chapter 40 to be a very unique and a very comforting chapter. And I thought about this chapter on Saturday a week ago. We were on the way over to the funeral. And we were driving down, and all of a sudden I noticed all the eagles. Anybody notice that? I hadn't noticed eagles very much before, but that morning, and maybe it was just where I was going through, but there was just a number of eagles soaring around. And instantly my mind went to Isaiah chapter 40, the end of the book there, or the end of the chapter where it talks about, um, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength and they shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. And here we are in the middle of the hardest thing that some of us have gone through ever in our lives. And it just seemed like God showed me that, that we can wait upon him no matter what trouble, what trial we're going through. Anyway, I just uh, was really blessed with that. If If we go back to the book of Isaiah, the next three or four chapters after chapter 40, is where we get some of these really marvelous phrases that we just cling to. And they're such a blessing. I'm just going to point out a few. I'm not going to be reading them then. But in Isaiah chapter 42, verse 3, it says, A bruised reed shall he not break, and a smoking flax shall he not quench, and he shall, he shall bring forth judgment unto truth. And it's talking about Jesus. <clears throat> And in verse 12, let them give glory unto the Lord and declare his praises in the islands. The Lord shall go forth as a mighty man. He shall stir up jealousy like a man of war. He shall cry, yea, roar, and shall prevail against his enemies. Jesus, <laughs> hallelujah. Chapter 43, verse 2 says, when thou passest through the waters, I will be with thee. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. And when thou walkest through the fire, Thou shalt not be burned, and neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. And it just goes on. Uh, and 
44, verse 3, it says, I will pour water upon him that is thirsty and floods upon the dry ground. I will pour my spirit upon thy seed and my blessing upon thine offspring. <clears throat> anyway, makes for some very, very interesting studying. But I'd like to go back to Isaiah chapter 40 and just read that chapter here as a blessing, as a comfort. <clears throat> for those of us that are going through hard times. Comfort ye, comfort ye my people, saith your God. Speak comfortably to Jerusalem and cry unto her that her warfare is accomplished, that her iniquity is pardoned, for she hath received the Lord's hand double for all her sins. The voice of him that crieth in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be exalted, every mountain and hill shall be made low, and the crooked shall be made straight, and the rough places plain. And the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. <clears throat> you know, we know that if we, as we go through life, there will be hills, there will be valleys, there will be hard places. But he says he will make them accomplishable. And I just love that. <clears throat> the boy said, cry. And he said, what shall I cry? All flesh is grass. And the goodliness thereof is as the flower of the field. The grass withereth and the flower fadeth. Because the spirit of the Lord bloweth upon it, surely the people is grass. The grass withereth, the flower fadeth. But the word of our God shall stand forever. It's just a grim reminder that none of us are indispensable. None of us right now have immortal bodies. We have mortal bodies. We are as grass. We are as a beautiful flower that will fade and fade away one day soon. But he said, the word of our God shall stand forever. O Zion, that bringest good tidings, get thee up, in, get thee up into the high mountain. O Jerusalem, that bringest good tidings, lift up thy voice with strength, lift it up and be not afraid. Say unto the cities of Judah, Behold your God. Behold, the Lord God will come with a strong hand, with an arm, and his arm shall rule for him. Behold, his reward is with him and his work before him. He shall feed his flock like a shepherd. He shall gather the lambs with his arms and shall carry them in his bosom and shall gently lead those that are with young. <clears throat> Our God is a shepherd. Sometimes we're like a little lamb, and he has to gather us in his arms and just hold us until we can walk on our own again. Who hath measured the waters in the hollow of his hand, and meted out heavens with, with a span, and comprehended the dust of the earth in a measure, and weighed the mountains in scales and the hills in a balance. Who hath directed the spirit of the Lord, or, been, or being his counselor hath taught him? With whom took he counsel? And who instructed him and taught him in the path of judgment and taught him knowledge and showed to him the way of understanding? Isaiah is asking this question. Who has taught God this? No one. God is eternal. 
Behold, the nations are as a drop in the bucket and are counted as the small dust of the balance. Behold, he taketh up the isles as a very little thing. You know, sometimes we think we're really something and he says here, even the nations are as a drop in a bucket. You ever see a bucket of water and you put a drop in it? It doesn't make a lot of difference. Let Lebanon, and Lebanon is not sufficient to burn, nor the beasts thereof sufficient for a burnt offering. All nations before him are as nothing. They are accounted to him less than nothing or van- and vanity. To whom then will ye liken God, or what likeness will ye compare unto him? The workman meldeth a graven image, and the goldsmith spreadeth it over with gold and casteth silver chains. He that is so impoverished that he hath no oblation chooseth a tree that will not rot. He seeketh unto him a cunning workman to prepare a graven image that shall not be moved. It just speaks of the folly of mankind that we try to set up things that are beautiful and we can make us graven images out of things that don't rot but it's still just an image. It's not God. Have ye not known? Have ye not heard? Hath it not been told you from the beginning? Have ye not understand from the foundations of the earth? It is he that sitteth upon the circle of the earth and the habitations, inhabitants thereof are as grasshoppers that stretcheth out the heavens as a curtain and spreadeth them out as a tent to dwell in that bringeth the princes to nothing. He maketh the judges of the earth as vanity. Yea, they shall not be planted. Yea, they shall not be sown. Yea, their stock shall not take root in the earth. And he shall also blow upon them, and they shall wither, and the whirlwind shall take them away as stubble. To whom then will ye liken me, or shall I be equal, saith the Holy One? Lift up your eyes on high. Behold, who hath created these things that bringeth out of their hosts by number? He calleth them all by name, by the greatness of his might, for that he is strong in power, and not one faileth. Why sayest thou, O Jacob, speakest, O Israel, my way is hid from the Lord, and my judgment is passed over from my God? Why does Israel say, I can do this behind God's back. Why do we say that sometimes? Hast thou not known, hast thou not heard that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not, neither is weary. There is no searching of his understanding. He giveth power to the faint. To them that have no might, he increases strength. You know, sometimes when we go through hard things, when we have no strength, we feel like we're just like just like a rag doll and we can't get up. And he says, he giveth power to the faint. Even the youths shall faint and be weary and the young men shall utterly fall. Sometimes we face those things that just make us fall. But he said, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. That's the promise I'd like to cling to for myself this morning.
as we face hard things that one day we will renew our strength if we wait on the Lord. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. I'd just like to leave that with us this morning as a, as a testimony that this is God's word. This is what Isaiah saw for the people that live in 2021 that are going through hard things. But we can renew our strength if we wait on the Lord. And maybe, just maybe, surely one day the sun will shine again. May God bless you.